You're listening to Orange County's only community radio, octalkradio.net. You're listening to Orange County's only station with critical business information, Critical Mass, with your host, Rick Franzi. Welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. This business talk show airs live on Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Heard exclusively here on internet radio station, octalkradio.net. If you're listening to this show as a podcast, we encourage you to consider listening to the program live during our broadcast time. This show is brought to you by Succession Strategies, Commerce National Bank, and Smart Business Magazine. The goal for this show is to help you, our listening audience, make better decisions. If you'd like to join in the conversation today with my first guest, Dr. Beth Haney, we're going to be talking about her business as well as her book that she just published this month. Very excited to do that. It's very easy. Simply find the community chat room section of octalkradio.net's website, Log in. This will enable you to communicate directly to our producer, who today is Paul Roberts. He will bring to my attention on the other side of the glass here in the studio uh, maybe what you said, your questions, and I can hopefully work them into the interview that I have planned for Dr. Haney. And it gives me great pleasure to welcome Beth back to the show. It's been a little bit over a year since her first appearance on the radio program, and it's exciting time with her new book. So let me start by saying, Beth, welcome to the radio show. Thank you for having me, Rick. It is our pleasure here at the radio program to have interesting guests back, especially when it's such an exciting moment with the publishing of your first book. I want to talk about your book and the great content, as well as how it's affected you as an entrepreneur and business owner. But before we get there, let's talk a little bit about your professional path to your current practice, the fact that you own a business and all the other things that you're doing here in Southern California. So tell us about your path to your current practice, Beth. Okay, Um, I'd be happy to. I became a nurse practitioner in 2000 after being an RN for about 10 years. And then in May of 2010, I earned my doctorate in nursing practice from the University of Colorado, Colorado Springs. And then um, just to briefly describe what a nurse practitioner is, for your listeners that might not know, nurse practitioners are advanced practice nurses who provide high-quality primary care to all populations across the lifespan. And oftentimes, NPs are the only primary care provider that patients see for most of their health care needs. And in 23 states, nurse practitioners are independent care providers. So in other words, they have their own offices and they work autonomously. And some of my history, I was working in an urgent care here in Southern California about 10 years ago or so and was seeing anywhere from 40 to 110 patients in a 12-hour shift. And the work was very exciting and fun, but I was starting to burn out after about a year and a half at this pace. So another nurse practitioner that I was working with, she did aesthetic treatments, which is non-surgical cosmetic dermatology, which includes Botox and fillers and laser treatments. And she was actually leaving. She was going to be moving to New Mexico. And so she asked if I would be interested in in, uh, taking over her patient clientele. 
um, just on Wednesdays. And I thought, well, that would be kind of interesting. So I learned from um, the physician that owned the practice in Beverly Hills with with this southern nurse practitioner, and they showed me a few things, and then I started the practice down there. And um, then I just I moved up towards Newport, the Newport Beach area, so I was now commuting to Los Angeles and Newport Beach and just getting more and more experience. And finally, a, a, a laser company, Luminous Laser Company, they asked me if I would be a trainer for them and train some of their um, clinicians and people that were going to be buying the machines, the lasers, if I would be interested in being a clinical application specialist for them. So I started learning more about lasers. And I just found that I really enjoyed the aesthetics, which is the Botox and the injections and the lasers. And um, uh, it's nice because it, in that business, in this, in that part of healthcare, you're working with healthy people that um, are there to just keep keep their skin healthy and, and look their best. So it was it was a, a neat experience. And then I thought. Since I lived in Yorba Linda, there was no, there were no other aesthetic practices in Yorba Linda, and the one there was, sorry, there was one there, and I just didn't feel comfortable with that one, so I thought I would open up my own to uh, to just offer, you know, these types of services in a in a clean and and um, good environment. What year did you open your firm? In 2006. And tell the audience the name of your firm. Oh, it's Lux Aesthetic Center, and it's in Yorba Linda. So, so let's talk about uh, Lux Aesthetic Center. Then, it, you know, what makes it different? What type of services do you offer? Give our uh, audience a little sense for that part of of what you do. Okay, sure. Um, the first of all, the inspiration um, for me to own my own business was just to provide high quality care to to these people and the patients. And I knew that I could do a better job at customer service and customer satisfaction than at the places I had been previously employed. And so kind of like I mentioned, I realized in my local area that we needed a place like this with a private environment, with expertly trained clinicians, with registered nurses and nurse practitioners and estheticians um, to staff the place. And so um, there are lots of places in Los Angeles and Newport Beach to get these treatments, but there are some that um, might not operate under the strict guidelines that we have at Lux Aesthetic Center. And um, like I say, we do the um, injectable treatments, the Botox and Dysport, which smooths out some of the dynamic wrinkles and lines, which means that they're caused from muscle movement. Um, we do the fillers, which we can do cheek augmentation, lip, lip augmentation that uh, makes things fuller, like where we lose volume as we age, and then some of the laser treatments as well. In the time that you've had your your firm open, you, you've hit some pretty hard economic times, not your firm, but the economy. We all have the past five years have been a real challenge on the business. What has been your experience as a business owner relative to... Um, this industry. It's a huge industry. We're going to talk about that a little bit later, but being an entrepreneur in that space, can you, can you give the audience sort of a sense for how did it weather the recession? What were people talking to you about as clients? What were their concerns? Just help our audience understand how weather, how recession resistant is this space? 
I'm sorry, how, resi how resistant is what? How recession resistant was this space? Well, it was fairly recession resistant. Um, most of the people, you know, they, they won't stop getting their haircut. They won't um, not pay their rent or pay their mortgage. And so sometimes um, they, you know, they would, they would postpone their treatments. Instead of coming in every month or every three months, they might wait a little bit longer. And so to weather that recession, it was, it was more difficult, like with any of the businesses, but the patients were, were more concerned about the real estate market and things like that, but they would still be coming in to get these types of treatments. I, I, that, that was my suspicion, suspicion, and not to minimize it like a haircut, but, the, you know, you're, you're used, your look is very important, especially professional people, and, uh, and uh, once you're used to yourself looking a certain way and you realize that you can feel better about your looks through these non-invasive surgeries, I think it would be hard to give that up regardless of, you know, maybe the pressure that you have on your budget. You still need to find time to take care of kind of your look. And I would think in some ways uh, you might even want to do that more during these what were these very challenging past five years. Oh, absolutely. And and some of the men, I actually got an, had a bump in male clientele because they wanted to look a little bit younger because of the um, the economic climate. People were losing their jobs, and the ones that were getting hired seemed to be a little bit younger wow. because they could pay them less. And so lots of men were actually coming in and getting Botox and laser treatments and trying to look as good as they could. And that's one of the um, learning moments that I had in your book is that this book, and we're going to talk about your book now a little bit, um, not only written for female clients and potential clients, people interested, but also for the male population. And so let's let's start by asking you, this is your first book, and what was the inspiration for you to take the time and apply the discipline in what is already has been a very busy lifestyle business for you and schedule to, to write the book? What was the inspiration for writing the book, Beth? Oh, my gosh. Um, every day that I was seeing patients, um, in aesthetics, they were asking me the same questions, and new patients would be coming in, and they would ask the same questions, and they would be online and reading blogs or trying to research, you know, going on Amazon or these other places and trying to get books to, to read about these treatments, and they were either all textbooks or, like I say, these blogs. And so I thought, well, geez, if I'm getting asked these same questions over and over and over, year after year, I thought I'm going to do some research and see what's, what is available out there. And so that was kind of my inspiration were my own patients. And so when I did do my research and I was looking online and trying to find out what was out there, I saw that there was hardly anything out there. There were textbooks for medical professionals. There were... A hundred, over a hundred cosmetic, um, like makeup and hairstyle books, and then there were a couple of books on stories, like patient stories that they would tell, or say nurses or doctors would write them that um, you know just about their patients. But there was nothing out there on the treatments and actually how they would help the person or what. What would benefit, like say if you have wrinkles around your eyes, what's the best thing to treat that? Or um, there was just nothing explaining what the treatments actually do. 
And so um, I just wanted to offer an evidence-based book with, with good information that's current in a fun and easy, easy read for busy men and women, really. And because and, there's just so much confusing information out there, and it is really a full-time job trying to keep up with everything. So I thought I'm going to make it a concise, easy-to-read book that um, covers all kinds of things, but yet it's, it's, it covers lots of different aspects of the cosmetic dermatology um, treatments. So it doesn't deal with every single thing that you could ever do because that's even more confusing, but hmm. it deals in detail with the most um, popular and the most effective treatments that are available to us today. That, that's interesting you said evidence-based, and so I have two observations. Then we're going to take a short break, Beth, and you can stay with us through the through the commercial break, I hope, because I have some more questions that oh, I yeah. want to ask you. You, you mentioned the book is evidence-based, and there's... Ladies and gentlemen, there are 14 pages at the end of the book of sources that you cite for the various chapters, which is evidence of your disciplined approach to getting your, your mm -hmm. Ph.D. Clearly, you know how to do research, mm -hmm. which, which is powerful, I think, and in in, in to help people to learn. But yet, the, your writing style and the way the book is laid out, it's very approachable and, and easy to read. It, it is not intimidating and academic in any way. Oh, good. Thank you. So we're going to take our first commercial break, and when we come back, um, Beth, I'd like to ask you to maybe help the people. There seems to be many options available to both men and women in this field, and I'm wondering if you could briefly highlight some of the options that you discuss in your book. Will you do that after the break? Absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, go nowhere. Stay tuned. We will be back with Dr. Beth Haney after these words from our sponsors. Can we talk about your family business? You know, that thing you put your whole life's blood, sweat, and tears into? Well, what happens when you retire or try and pass that business on to your children? At Succession Strategies, we can help you find the answers. We'll guide you through the unsettling process of protecting your family legacy and successfully passing your business on to the next generation, safely and securely ensuring that it'll both survive and thrive for generations to come. So ask yourself just one question. Can I really afford to wait? Take the first step. Take our complimentary self-assessment at SuccessionStrategies.com or call us at 714-560-9022 to set up a free consultation at your convenience. That's Succession-Strategies.com. If you are an Orange County business executive, this message is for you. Do you ever feel isolated with no place to turn for advice or feedback? Who holds you accountable to your commitment in your company? Where do you find the right resources to help you and your company grow? If you have these questions, then Critical Mass for Business might be the answer for you. Critical Mass for Business is committed to helping you make better decisions. These are groups of peers running businesses just like you, providing a great sounding board to test ideas and concepts, review plan and goals, and present issues and opportunities for discussion. The result is improved strategy, accountability, people, and execution skills. If you are interested in learning more, go to www.criticalmassforbusiness.com and learn more about our executive peer group. 
Welcome back to Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi, and we were talking. We are talking to Dr. Beth Haney, who's not only an entrepreneur and business owner, she's an instructor, she teaches, and she also is a published author. So I said before the break, Beth, I was going to ask you to share a little bit about the, op- the many options that are available to people. I know that you highlight this in your book, but I wonder if you could just cover that for our audience, please. Oh, sure. I would be happy to. Um, well, the first... Like I said, there are so many options available. It is very confusing. So I start out the first chapter as a a basic overview on some of the treatments in general, but it also includes other aspects besides just the medical treatments. It includes things like on uh, sunscreen and healthy diet and weight, and and it's just brief. Um, And so it dives into a couple of just over just general aspects of feeling better and feeling good. And then Chapter 2 talks about skincare and the ingredients that someone would look for in a product, um, ingredients that have been shown through actual studies to really work and give the desired results. And notice I didn't say products, but I said ingredients. The ingredients are the active components in any skincare line, and some ingredients work very well, whereas others do absolutely nothing for the skin. So it's really important to know, instead of going for a label or a name of a cosmetic or, an, or a product, you want to look at the ingredients of the product. For example, um, some of the molecules in, in certain skincare products are actually too big to penetrate into the skin, and therefore they're useless, even though they're included in the in the product, that ingredient is not going to do anything because it, it cannot penetrate into the skin. So the book really goes into what products really or what ingredients really work. It doesn't necessarily give names of product lines, but it does. it's very easy to find. You can look up the ingredients of your favorite products from the book, and, um, and that way you'll 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 have the knowledge of what to look for in a skincare product, and the best thing of all, you'll stop wasting your money. And all of us have, at least all of the women I know, we have shelves lined with products that are half empty because they they promise that they're going to get rid of these wrinkles around your eyes, and so you use the stuff for maybe a month, maybe two months, and nothing happens. So you go on to the next one that promises to get rid of those wrinkles. And so um, many women and men, too, they have just shelves of products that are that are not used because they don't really work. Then um, other chapters talk about the medical treatments themselves and how they work and the conditions that they might be used for, like um, wrinkles or blotchy skin or large pores. And then there are sections, there's a section on Botox and Dysport, which those medications relax the muscles that cause some of the lines. And then there's um, the dermal fillers, which some of the popular names are Restylane, Juvederm, Perlane. They are to, uh, they're called dermal fillers and they replace volume that we lose as we age. If you notice, um, as we get older, our lips start thinning out. And so we can augment the lips with those types of, of products, with the Restylane, the Juvederm, or the Perlane. And you don't have to get big balloon lips. You can just get very natural-looking, just more youthful lips. 
and there are other chapters on, and they're short chapters, easy to read, on yes. uh, lasers and other light-based treatments. And there's even a chapter on mature skin, uh, how, to, how to best take care of older skin, um, acne, plastic surgery options, and t- you know, other light treatments, like I said before. And um, there's before and after photos of real patients. Um, and there's charts. I mean, it's just, it's very, very informative. My uh, producer sent me a note saying you haven't mentioned the name of the book. So I honestly, oh. if I didn't, I, <laughs> I um, apologize. So tell everyone the name for your book, Beth. It's called Beautiful. And it's spelled B-U and then T, capital T, full. So it's kind of a play on the word. It's called Beautiful. And it's... Um, Looking your best with lasers, or sorry, looking your best with Botox, lasers, and other magical cosmetic treatments. So it's called how Beautiful. Did, how did you come up with the spelling of beautiful? You know, just seriously, I was just playing around with words. I had a list of probably 50 names, and I just it just came into my head. Did you trademark this? Not yet. I think it's something to look into. Maybe uh, talk to LegalZoom or something because that's a great. It's very easy to uh, remember and it's unique, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, okay. So let's talk about the cosmetic treatment industry. I mean, this is big business in the United States. I, I, I it's like over ten billion dollars. I think I've seen a, a number like. So it's just it, it boggles my mind actually how large this industry is and and you're a, a player in it and you're a thought leader now with the publishing of your book. What what do you see as the trend in the industry moving forward? Well, Rick, you are right. It is a big business. There is over ten billion dollars spent in 2011, and these numbers keep growing. So it is a huge business. The fastest-growing trends are the non-surgical options, such as Botox and Dysport, and the fillers, the dermal fillers. Uh, These treatments give people what they love, younger, less wrinkled skin, and a more youthful appearance. And if the patient is the right candidate, they can literally erase years with these treatments and not have to go through surgery. And what I mean when I say the right candidate is because some people have um, extensive sun damage and skin laxity, and they would likely need a surgical option rather than these non-invasive types of procedures. But most most people um, between the ages of 30 and 60 are appropriate candidates for these non-surgical treatments. And if they're done well, the results are very natural looking, and they just enhance your face. They don't change what you look like. And, you know, because really people just want to, they want to look like themselves, they just want to look better. And then another popular treatment besides the Botox and the Dysport and the fillers is what they call as a fractional laser resurfacing procedure. And this is using a fractionated laser, and I'm sure that the popular trade name is Fraxel, but there's a dozen other ones out there that, that do the same thing and a little bit differently. Um, but this is done with a laser, and the results are phenomenal. Your, the pores on your face are smaller, the lines are diminished, and the texture of the skin is much smoother, I mean very noticeably smoother. And the neck and chest can be treated too, so there's not that line of demarcation like it, there used to be in the olden days. We could only do the face because the neck and the chest couldn't tolerate some of these energies. And now we can really 
smooth the face and then bring it down the neck and onto the chest, which is really important because the neck and chest are, um, they can give away your age too, or they can give away if you've been laying in the sun as a teenager or in your 20s as well from all the sun damage. And, yeah, both men and women love this treatment because it does. It refreshes their skin. And many of my patients and others, too, um, from other offices, they say that they receive unsolicited compliments from strangers about how good their skin looks. And when they come in and say that to me, that makes me feel really good because yeah, that, strangers are noticing their skin. It's pretty amazing. That is. I mean, that, and you said in your answer about, you know, just sort of, helping yourself to look better and and I and, and that's what as I was reading through your book and um, thinking about what you do and what your what your part of this industry is about it really is uh, helping people feel better and look better without going maybe too far when the more when when people may in my opinion sometimes use you know invasive surgeries to change their look sometimes that doesn't always work out as well but right. these treatments and procedures that you talk about here are really um, really designed to to kind of enhance your natural appearance exactly. rather than alter it. Exactly. Which I, I think is great. So what has been the response, the early response to your book, Beth? Well, it's only been out just a month, and the early response has been really positive. And um, like you even said, other people have said that the book is easy to read and it's kind of funny and informative and that's exactly what I wanted to achieve with this book something that's that's interesting and and easy to read and I wanted to create something that people would enjoy reading and at the same time learn something about a subject that's of interest to them and um, a day about yeah yesterday or the day before we got a our first order from someone in Australia so the word is really getting around and the interest is there that is for sure this is a one-stop Book. It's like a go-to guide for this type, these types of treatments and questions. So, so are these? Obviously, this is an international industry. And in your experience, are the procedures that you write about kind of pervasive in all in most developed countries around the world, like Australia and Europe and oh, others? Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. In Germany, France, England is England's actually one of the leaders in this industry, and of course, the U.S. Imagine that, and they don't get any sun over there in England, and mm -hmm. you would know that because you had a chance to go over earlier this year. Right. <laughs> <laughs> who, who would benefit from buying and reading your book, Beth? I, you know, I think anyone who's interested in what skincare options are out there and which ones really work, um, I think people want, who want to look their best and take the best care of their skin, um, people who are curious, um, um, you know, how they can look and feel better will benefit because they will discover which treatments and which ingredients really work. Because this, the cosmetic industry is sold so much on hope. It really is. And if you really pay attention to the ads um, on TV about this latest cream or this latest treatment, it's like they they really go about, if you really look at the words, they're they're promising this, but they're not guaranteeing it. And it's it's kind of discouraging. But but this book will definitely benefit everyone who's curious about some things that really work. And it will even benefit those who worship the sun because they will learn how damaging the sun's ultraviolet rays are and what they're actually doing to their skin. And if it's, if it's just impossible for someone to steer clear of direct sun exposure and 
to seek shade, at least they'll, they'll know that there's something out there that will answer their questions when they're ready to take care of, better care of their skin. Yeah, I like what you said, too, about the fact that you deal with ingredients, which I think sometimes that it's helping people to get beyond the label right. and the brand to the actual important thing, which are the ingredients that are inside of, the, of whatever you're buying, which are really the active thing that will make a difference. Exactly. And that's, 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 I got to ask you one other question that I didn't think about, but you know, as a, as now a published author, what has that process of, of, of developing and writing and crafting a book and doing all the, because you're a self, you're a self-published author, what has that done for you personally and professionally to now have written this book, your first book? Oh, I think that. Well, it's opened my own eyes to what's out there. Once I started doing the research for this, it was, it was mind-boggling at, at uh, all of the information that's out there, all of the misinformation, too. Um, and it was just, uh, it was a real, actually, it was a real pleasure for me to write this. It took about, it was a total of two years, only because, you know, my other work commitments and other things um, postponed it at times, but... Uh, it was a it was a great process, and you know it just reinforced a lot of the things that that I already knew, and it's also giving other, even not just other people um, that want to take care of their skin, but it's other clinicians too that are actually learning from this. So I've I really I'm really happy with with uh, what's been going on, and and um, it's not necessarily to build my own aesthetic practice, but to help other people build their practices through patient education, if that makes sense. And that's it. Okay, well, we're going to uh, wrap it up right there, and um, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Thanks for uh, joining us today, and stick around, those of you uh, still still listening. We've got more coming your way right after this. My company made the switch to Commerce National Bank about six months ago. Our relationship officer was there every step of the way to make the transition as seamless as possible. We had an early hiccup with a deposit scanner, but they dropped everything and drove right to our offices to help. We couldn't feel better about our decision to switch. Instead of calling an 800 number and navigating through automated menus, now I call my Commerce National Bank relationship officer directly for any questions we have. Just knowing that they're so easily accessible and willing to help really puts me at ease. They offer the same technology as the big banks, but deliver it with superior service and training. They're also rated a full five stars by Bauer Financial. So if your organization is a small or medium-sized business in Orange County, you should make the switch too. Call Mary Miller, Senior Vice President, at 949-870-3863 or visit them online at www.commercenatbank.com. That's commercenatbank.com. Give Commerce National a chance to do better than your bank, and they'll handle the rest. It takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. And at the end of the day, the difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. So United Way is asking you to make a pledge. Tutor a child who needs help. Mentor a kid who needs someone on their side. Volunteer to read to children. Because when a child advances, we all advance. Be a reader, tutor, or mentor. Give, advocate, volunteer. Live United. Take the pledge now at liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. 
Welcome back to Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi, and if you're listening to this show live, then you might know that on Wednesdays we have our show focused on nonprofit here in Orange County as well as uh, Southern California. There are so many worthy nonprofits that could benefit from a little additional exposure that in July we decided to begin a show focused on highlighting those uh, organizations, their mission, and uh, talking with their executive directors. If you are aware of an organization that would uh, benefit from being a guest on Critical Mass Nonprofit Show, please reach out to me, and you can find me on my website, criticalmass4forbusiness.com. Also on Thursdays at 3 p.m., uh, we do our syndicated show, which we call Critical Mass Coast to Coast. During that show, I'm interviewing business owners and thought leaders from across the street, and I have a partnership with a number of producers in various markets who bring me these outstanding and interesting guests. All shows can be heard live here on octalkradio.net and available anytime for rebroadcast from Apple iTunes, Stitcher, and other podcasting services, including our website. I wanted to take a few minutes today and share with you some thoughts that I had from attending the Cal State Fullerton Mahalo College uh, it, their economic forecast conference, which they hold every October, and this year was no different. Um, I was at the table with one of our sponsors, Commerce National Bank, and I had the pleasure to meet Mary Miller, who is referred to in that commercial that we heard just earlier here in the segment. So um, we did get a little bit of audio uh, when we were at the conference, and so I thought I'd have the producer, Paul, play a couple audio samples of different guests that we interviewed while we were there and uh, just to give you some uh, views from what I've seen in publications and newspaper, the OC Register and, and other publications about what was said at the economic conference. So let's play one of the um, interview clips, for, please, Paul. This is Rick Franzi of Critical Mass Radio Show at the Cal State Fullerton Economic Conference. And this morning I'm speaking with... Annie Wu. And who do you work with? I work with Link, Merle, and Cheng. And what do you do? Um, we are a CPA firm. Excellent. Why are you here today? What do you expect to hear from the uh, speakers? Well, I hope to hear um, positive outlook on the economy for the next um, couple of years. Is this your first uh, economic conference that you've attended, or have you attended others? No, I have attended others. And have you enjoyed them? I have. Thank you for your time. Hi, this is Rick, and I'm at the Cal State Fullerton Economic Conference, and who am I speaking with? Joseph Gomez. Joseph, what is your firm? Gold Star Enterprises. And what do you do? Real estate investments. Have you been to the economic conferences before? Absolutely. And why are you here today? Well, like most people, we're looking to find out what's going to happen in 2013, especially in our case relating to real estate investments. What do you think you're going to hear? We're probably going to hear some positive news about the economy, about interest rates, and about the housing market. Thank you for your time. You're very welcome. Thank you. Hi, this is Rick Franzi with Critical Mass Radio Show at the Cal State Fullerton Economic Conference, and I'm speaking with... Karen Rector with Hayward. Karen, what does your firm do? My company is um, a company that makes um, office environments. We do raised floors, movable walls, cubicle seating. We're a United States-based company, about a $1.6 billion company out of West Michigan. 
Oh, excellent. Why are you here today? I am a member. I um, work in the Orange County area, and I'm a member of OCBC. I think it's a great organization. It's definitely helped me with our business. It's helped Hayworth with our client base, and I just love being involved. What do you think you're going to hear today? Well, I, work, I serve on this committee, the Economic <laughs> Forecast Committee, so and I'm not an economist. And I'm a psychology major that went to UCLA, so, um, but I know what we're going to hear today. And you know what? It's, things are going to get better. <laughs> well, that's encouraging. It is, encur- it? it is encouraging. There were more than 700 business, community, and government leaders at the event where Dr. Perry um, pointed out that after three years of moderate growth fought with near-recession risks, people are still sitting on the sidelines. There is so much uncertainty right now. Uh, you know, he was joined by Dr. Mira Farka, and she's the co-director of the College Institute for Economic and Environmental Studies. Uh, we had the pleasure of having Dr. Farka on last year after the 2011-2012 Economic Conference, and we went through um, some of the data. Quite a lot of uh, data-based information was presented by all the speakers, actually, this year, uh, and quite a lot to get through. You know, one of the comments which I highlighted in the newsletter was something that Dr. Uh, Perry said, which was, no matter who wins the election, the big issue is the fiscal cliff. And we put that in our newsletter. Maybe some of you have seen that, and possibly that caught your attention, and, and that's why you're here. You know, Dr. Perry cited two other risks uh, to moderate and sustained growth. Obviously, the continued Eurozone crisis is a big one, which is, you know, affecting, could affect us and does affect the stock market, certainly on a daily basis, it seems, you know, which is a source of uncertainty in the kind of global economic landscape and also a a marked downshift in the global economy. There's a general slowing that's going on. You know, longer term, economists noted in their forecast, uh, which is available uh, at Cal State Fullerton's website, uh, that the national economy will continue to face a number of significant structural challenges. And some of these are simply a continuation of deep-seated trends uh, that began decades ago, you know, and, and we're kind of dealing with them now related to demographic shifts and post-industrialization, globalization, and innovation. Um, I wonder if, Paul, if you could... Let's take a short break because we have uh, our sponsors. We'll, we'll, we're going to step away for commercials. When we come back from the break, uh, I've got a couple other things to say. We have a few more excerpts of the interviews that we had that we did at the show. We also have an interview that we were able to conduct with Dr. Puri before he began the conference, and we want to get to that towards the end of this segment. So we'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen, after we spend a little bit of time with our sponsors. Smart Business Network is a business-to-business multimedia company providing insight, advice, and strategy for C-level executives of fast growth, middle market, and large companies. As one of the nation's largest publishers of local management journals, under the Smart Business name, Smart Business Network publishes 19 regional print editions, presents dozens of large and small-scale business conferences and award programs, and produces a vibrant interactive digital media presence. For more information, visit us at www.sbnonline.com. It takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. And at the end of the day, the difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. So United Way is asking you to make a pledge. Tutor a child who needs help. Mentor a kid who needs someone on their side. Volunteer to read to children. Because when a child advances, we all advance. Be a reader. Tutor or mentor. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Take the pledge now at liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Rick Franzi with Critical Mass Radio Show at the Cal State Fullerton Economic Conference, and I'm speaking with... Karen Rector with Hayworth. 
Karen, what does your firm do? My company is um, a company that makes um, office environments. We do raised floors, movable walls, cubicle seating. We're a United States-based company, about a $1.6 billion company out of West Michigan. Oh, excellent. Why are you here today? I am a member. I um, work in the Orange County area, and I'm a member of OCBC. I think it's a great organization. It's definitely helped me with our business. It's helped Hayworth with our client base, and I just love being involved. What do you think you're going to hear today? Well, I, work, I serve on this committee, the Economic <laughs> Forecast Committee, and I'm not an economist. And I'm a psychology major that went to UCLA, So, um, but I know what we're going to hear today. And you know what? It's Things are going to get better. Well, that's encouraging. <laughs> it, is encur- it? it is encouraging. Rick Franzi with Critical Mass Radio Show at the Cal State Fullerton Economic Conference. And who am I speaking with? This is Kelly Sanchez. Kelly, who do you work with? I work with J.P. Perfilly, my consumer banking. All of our branches report up through Orange County, South Bay Coastal region. And your firm is a sponsor for the Economic Conference. We are. Why do you sponsor this event? It's the best. Hi, this is Rick Franzi with Critical Mass Radio Show at the Cal State Fullerton Economic Conference. And who am I speaking with? Mark Simmons with Commerce National Bank. And Mark, what do you expect to hear today? I would expect that these professionals are going to tell us that things are improving, that they're getting better. may not be fabulously better, but they're getting better, and that's good for everybody. Is that what you're seeing at your bank? We are seeing stability. We are seeing progress, and we're very glad to see that. Have you been to these economic conferences before, Mark? For many, many years, and I think this will be the first time we can see a a clear turn. I sure hope so. Thank you for your time. You're welcome. We're at the economic conference for Cal State Fullerton, and I'm speaking with? Skip Harrison. Skip, who do you work with? I work for Experian. And what do you do there? I'm a systems engineer in our client services division, so I help our uh, financial clients and government clients uh, translate their business needs into our actual data requirements. And what do you expect to hear today at the economic conference? I'm, uh, there's so much in the press about which direction things are going, up one, down, up one day, down the next. I'm curious to get another uh, perspective. Have you been to these conferences before? I've been to a few. This is, uh, I think, my fourth time attending, so I've really enjoyed them so far. Well, it's nice to have met you today. Excuse me? It was nice to have met you today. Yes. Here we are at the Cal State Fullerton Economic Conference, and I'm speaking with... Tonya Burge. Tonya, who do you work with? Irvine Presbyterian Church. And why are you here today? Well, to see what these um, gentlemen and, and folks have to say about the economy, where we're headed, what we can look for, and hopefully find some good news in it all. Well, have you been to these before? No, this is my first one. Oh, really? And, wh- and why are you here then? Well, actually, uh, a good friend uh, with our uh, CPA firm invited me to come along, and I'm thrilled at the opportunity to be here. Well, I'm glad you're here, and it was nice to have met you. Thank you. Thank you. In an article published in the Orange County Register and available online, written by Mary Ann Milborn, she quotes uh, additional information that came from the economic conference. Orange County's economic recovery will pick up speed next year and really start cooking in 2014. The county's median home price is expected to rise 5 to 7% next year. And I can tell you from being in the audience when uh, the dean spoke about that, there was much cheering going on from the assembled 700-plus people in the audience. That was certainly good news. Something that was interesting and somewhat surprising, Dr. Puri said that construction, in spite of uncertainties, is going to start perking up and we'll see substantial improvement. 
Overall, Dr. Puri sees Orange County's economy accelerating from an estimated 1.9% annual job growth rate this year to 3% by 2014. This translates into a projected 25,000, 26,000 new jobs countywide, uh, jumping to 42,000 in 2014. A quote here is, the good news is that Orange County recovery has recently gathered more strength than the national economy, Dr. Perry said, in particular after the deep national downturn led by the housing sector collapse. The county's housing and construction sectors have shown real signs of a self-sustained, broad-based, organic recovery. Finally, Dr. Perry said that Orange County will be the beneficiary of growth in jobs and income and improving consumer sentiment. That will spur demand for housing, which Puri expects will boost the county's home pricing. So all in all, I enjoy attending the Cal State Fullerton Economic Forecast Conference, both the October and the mid-year, which tends to be held in April or May time frame. I have to admit, over the past four or five years, they weren't always enjoyable to sit there and to listen to what the dean and dr farka had to tell us about the economy and the forecast for the future but um the trends and the graphs uh, are encouraging while mildly encouraging they are at least encouraging you know one of the other things that i wanted to mention before we play the audio interview that i had the pleasure to do with uh, with the dean before the conference i wanted to mention that if you're interested in Dr. Beth Haney's book, because I didn't get a chance to ask her this at the end of the interview, but it's available on our website, which is www, I'll spell it out, B-E-Y-O-U-T-F-U-L-L.net. That's www.B-E-Y-O-U-T-F-U-L-L.net. You can also email her publicist, and she is Lisa at B-E-Y-O-U-T-F-U-L-L dot net. Obviously, you can visit Amazon.com, eBay, Twitter, and soon the book will be available on iTunes and for the Nook. And she also has a Facebook page, which is Beautiful. So that was a great interview with uh, Dr. Beth Haney. I'm really glad that she was able to bring us into her busy schedule there uh, and, and talk about her book. I highly recommend it. I also suggest... To all of our listeners, who are mostly business owners and entrepreneurs and executives here in Orange County, to attend Cal State Fullerton's um, mid-year economic conference, which will be coming up later, you know, obviously in the spring, and then next year in October, the full uh, full year economic conference as well. Um, we're going to end with the audio interview that I did with the dean, and so I won't be talking until the, I talk to you the next time, I guess. I'm going to say, uh, here's hoping that all of your decisions move your business in a positive direction. This is Rick Franzi with Critical Mass Radio Show. I have the pleasure of spending a few minutes with Dr. Anil Puri, and we're going to talk about the economic conference. So, Dean, what do we expect to hear today? I think the economy is on the move, very slowly, though. Uh, We expect that we will stay in the range of 2% GDP growth for the next two years, which is not a great growth. We could do better, but uh, we're not in a recession. Uh, There are both uh, shorter-term issues with regard to consumers deleveraging uh, that are going to keep the rate down, and there are longer-term issues with labor force and uh, the eurozone. So, uh, moderate growth is what we are calling for. However, for Orange County, our prognosis is much better. 
uh, Orange County uh, construction and leisure and hospitality industries in particular are doing very well. Uh, construction will probably be the leading edge of the recovery, and other sectors will also do better in the coming year. That's very interesting that construction would be the leading edge, given what it's been through here in Orange County. Yeah, especially because construction has gone down so much in the last three years, and there has been almost no construction. Uh, foreclosures are down, so the markets are getting tighter. Uh, housing prices are starting to move up, and we're projecting a growth of 5 to 7% in the median single-family home price in 2013, and that will also lead to more construction jobs. Is it your opinion that the business people that come to your conference are starting to feel the effects of what you're seeing in the economy, or do you think they're lagging behind as far as how they feel about the economy? You know, they see positive trends in their own businesses and environment. We do quarterly survey that right. indicates that. But they're very concerned about the uncertainty that is created by the fiscal cliff, the combination of tax cuts and other measures that are supposed to expire on January 1, and the sequester that is going to impose a billion-dollar hit to the economy. I think uh, uh, the new president, whosoever that is, and the Congress have to come to agreement on how to resolve that fiscal cliff issue, as well as longer-term tax reform and the debt reduction. Thank you for your time today. I look forward to your talk. All right. Thank you. You've been listening to Critical Mass, the radio show, right here in Orange County's only community radio station, octalkradio.net.